Hello once again. It is the greatest day on earth. It is Monday, October 25th. It is my birthday, which means I asked to be in charge of the show today. It's about me, me, and me, and what I want to talk about. Uh... So, I don't think it's really about what you want to talk about. No, we still, I mean, you, you, you just, you're just, you're just guiding everything here yeah. today. You're doing the transitions and everything. Yes, and I say win. Uh, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was a wild week in football. A little bit. That was, it was weird. So it was, yeah. You know what? That's a better word. It was very weird. There was some, there was some absolute beatdowns. Yeah, like, like some college football scores. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of, uh, especially in the four o'clock hour. Four o'clock hour sucked. <laughs> Um, Unless you were a fan of the team beating down on someone mercilessly. Sure, sure, sure. But you know, uh, we got we're gonna talk some football, some Patriots, little Deshaun Watson. We're gonna talk the World Series is about to start. Starts Ooh-hoo-hoo. tomorrow. Uh, that's exciting. Gonna talk a little Red Sox and what they should maybe do in this coming off season. All the good stuff, you know, you know, you guys know. Uh, but Dom, yes, uh, the Red Sox season ended. It did. In a somewhat disappointing fashion, it depends on how you feel about it uh, in this season and whatnot. Yes. God bless you. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. God bless me. My it's friend. my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you wanted to talk a little bit about the Red Sox and how you feel about this season and how it went down. Yes. So I'll pass it to you, despite the fact that it's my birthday and my day. I'll let you talk for a little bit. I'll allow it. So, Dom, tell us a little bit about these Red Sox. Thank you, birthday boy. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so here's the thing. <clears throat> I know a lot of Red Sox fans, and I'm not even saying y'all have to agree with me. I'm not even saying I'm 100% in on, on viewing the season this way. But with everybody else who's just like, oh, this was great. This was so unexpected. I just want to enjoy the ride, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you over there. Me. I can't help but think to myself... You were on pace to win over 100 games at the end of the first half. You were firmly in a playoff spot late July, even if you had fallen out of the division a little bit. And this roster, basically mostly as constructed, was good enough to beat the Yankees in that wild card game, take down the Rays, who won 100 games, and then go up 2-1 to one on the Houston Astros. And yet you didn't really buy in at the deadline. So I'm having a real problem. I'm having an internal struggle, Jesse. Mm-hmm on how to view this Red Sox season. Whether I should just be happy for the ride or mad that I feel like John Henry and ownership once again decided to be penny-pinching despite the fact that they had a chance to be more aggressive and go for the win. And again, I'm not even saying go get Max Scherzer, but they half-assed it. Hansel Robles has no track record of being special at all. His numbers in Minnesota when they got him were terrible. Austin Davies just... Horrible, horrible. ERA, like, six. Wasn't even on the playoff roster. They weren't trusting Robles in high-leverage situations in the playoffs either. I think every time he came in, he was in, like, the sixth inning. He had, like, one. It didn't work out, but he had, like, one. (laughs) It didn't work out, but... Core was so terrified of this bullpen. He went to Nathan Eovaldi in game four, I think it was, or was it five? I think it was game... Maybe it was game five. No, it it was game four. It was game four. He went to Eovaldi to try and close things down in the ninth inning, to, to set up the next thing for the Sox. That's how little he trusted this bullpen, despite the fact we knew Nathan was going to pitch probably not much longer later and have to start. And he still had plenty of pieces still there in the bullpen, but he trusted this bullpen so little he had to use Eovaldi. 
That's how bad it was. And yet, Hansel Robles and Austin Davies. I'll give him credit for Schwarber, though Schwarber was cheap because Schwarber was injured. So it's not like they had to give up a ton. But he worked out, and I'll give him that. But, listen, if this is Kansas City, all right? If this is Phoenix, Arizona, I get it that we don't have the money, really. And your fan support is kind of, eh, whatever, anyway. Like, I get it, playing it safe a little bit. This is Boston. This is title town. All right? We expect winning. And I know your revenue is great because we all show up to the games. And this isn't Kansas City and Phoenix where I'm paying 30, 40 bucks for a ticket and 10, 15 dollars for food and a drink. No, 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 no. I'm paying a hundred dollars a ticket pretty much and 20 plus 30 bucks for food and a drink. If you're going to do that, I expect when you have a good opportunity to win that you go for it aggressively, that you go pretty much all in. Again, that doesn't mean Scherzer, but I don't expect half-assing it. This is Boston, Massachusetts. This is Town. You have unlimited fan support and unlimited amount of money, and I don't want to hear about salary cap or we think we were ahead of the schedule and where we thought the team was. If you're ahead of schedule and you have a chance to win now with more than half a season in the books, go for it. So that's my problem with this season. All right? I don't know how to look at it. Hmm. Did I expect them to make this far? No. I expected that they would be fighting for a playoff spot, actually, though, to start the season even. But yeah, I'm, I'm, having, I'm having a difficult internal struggle on how to view this season, man, because you half-assed it. And I'm not even saying if you, if you do more, it's good enough to beat Houston, but at least you went for it. And maybe it could have been good enough to beat Houston because you went up 2-1. But the bullpen and the pitching absolutely imploded just like we knew it was going to someday. And I know the offense... Is part of the problem, too, and that was their strength. But to me, in the playoffs, that's going to happen because you're facing great pitching. Is your pitching good enough to keep you in those games and keep it going long enough until the offense gets it going again? Instead of losing all three games, maybe you only lose two of the three and we're having a game, you know, seven. So, Jesse, your thoughts? Uh, I have. I also have mixed feelings about the season. And I have mixed feelings about what you just said. Okay. Uh, because, I mean, like you, you, you talked a lot about the bullpen. And like, and like we all had, like going into the, the offseason or uh, the postseason of, oh, man. Like I don't trust this bullpen. I don't trust these arms. Even the starting pitching. Uh, you were just it wait- falls off. You were just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Sure. However, at the same time, despite the fact that if you looked at the final scores, some of the games, those games down the stretch, those last two games weren't that close. However, the games, if you watch them, they were very close the entire time. I don't blame the pitching that much for what happened. They kept him in the game for as long as they could. You, the pitching doesn't hit in the American League, and they were not hitting anything. Now, obviously, I'll agree with you. If you're going to go for it, do better than Hansel Robles or Austin Davies. Um, that is, that's like almost an, like an appearance of like, hey, we did something. Um, and I don't like that. Uh, but at the same time, I was I was in that boat. I've gone back and forth of, of like, hey, just enjoy it. This was a gift season. Just enjoy it. Take it for what it was. However, at the same time, if you're going to go for it, yeah, go for it. If you're going to make those moves. And we, we both have like had a rant about this in the past of like, why did you just do that? And you got Kyle Schwarber. And like Kyle Schwarber 
did some things. He worked out pretty well, actually. But, like, everyone was like, why did you get him? He doesn't. He's a wasn't a first baseman. Um, sure, lefty bat. But, like, there was better ones uh, on the market. Hmm. However, I, I after the playoff run that happened, I, I'm okay. okay. I'm okay with this season. Right. You beat the Yankees. In well, which I'm happy like, about that. <laughs> and, like, you know. That that is a successful season right there. Um, you then beat the Rays. You are the best team in the AL East. Very successful. Uh, You're the best team in the AL East, so maybe you should have added more. Maybe you could have been the best team in the American League. Sure, but like next year, right. this year, because like I said, let's go into this year. This year, I didn't think much of anything. I thought there'd be improvement. There should obviously be improvement from last year. You couldn't get much worse from last year. Um, but I didn't expect much, mm. and then I got, I got, a, I got, I got some fun, and that playoff run was so much fun. I haven't had that much fun in a playoff run in a while, maybe even more fun than 2018, to be honest. What? 2018 yeah, was my favorite team ever. By the really? way, about 2018, about 2018. This is what I mean by talking about this. You went out and got Nathan Eovaldi. You gave up Jalen Beeks, who at one time was part of the Red Sox future. Now he wasn't a top prospect, but they still gave up something to get Eovaldi. You brought in Ian Kinsler. Um, which oh, I, and you brought in Stephen Pierce. Ian Kinsler. Well, you say you brought in two bats and a starting pitcher. And, sure. and it's not like Eovaldi is like the most expensive thing in the world. So, like, can we do something like that? At least the quality I, starting pitcher, maybe a bullpen and a bat. I guess, but like, I mean, you got the bat. I know. Well, I'm, the bat was I'm, good. That's what I'm saying. They brought they brought the bat in. But. The, the bat was good. It just was an odd uh, defensive fit. Yeah. Um. And he wasn't even bad at first place at the time he played. And he had some mistakes. And we had we had some fun with him at first place, base. Oh, um, yeah. I really, I like Kyle Schwarber, the person. Yeah. Um, he, he really he really brought in some joy. He did. Um, and, like, you know, this isn't my favorite Red Sox team ever. But, like, I just, that playoff run was so unexpected. And it went such a way I didn't expect. Hmm. That was an odd way to say that. Um and it was so exciting when it was going good that, like, yeah, I had so much fun watching the team. I didn't really care. Okay. I, the whole time I was thinking, like, yeah, it's going to end soon. It's going to end. We're not winning. We're not going to win. And that maybe that was part of the reason it was so much fun because there was never really that much stress. Now, when you go up 2-1 on the Astros, then I'm, like, stressing. Then I'm, like, ooh, it's on the horizon. Yeah, and then exactly. Nothing, and then nothing happened. Um, <clears throat> but, like, at the same point, I was never that disappointed when it all came crashing down because I was waiting for it. And I, it would, it wasn't in that quite the way I expected. Well, I mean, either. listen, because they didn't add enough, I didn't think they were going to beat Houston either. So I wasn't uh, expecting them to win that series. I went into everything being like, oh, we're going to lose to this team. We're going to lose to that I wasn't team. shocked that they beat the Rays. I was. The Rays didn't have any real pitching, actually, like real starting pitching when Glasnow went down. It was Shane McClanahan and everybody else wasn't really ready to be a starter. Yeah, but we played so bad against them. That's true. Down the stretch. But the regular season. That I expected them to ride that mo- uh, that um, I guess, momentum. But the regular season and the postseason is very different. No, you sure, but I just, I feel like that's less for the division series on, so much because of it's like a shorter three-game series almost. Um, I get it. Or a four-game series. Listen, maybe I just have too much of a bone to pick with John Henry and this ownership. That might be it. But we were born that way. No, I know. Right, oh, right. this is off topic. I just want to click it. They put this on the radio during the the playoff run. Because uh, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, Lil, uh, is a big Red Sox fan, apparently. Really? And they put up a poll. Uh, it was 98.5. They put on their website. Uh, like, who is the biggest bandwagon Red Sox fan? It was Lil Wayne. Uh, ben Simmons, who was a writer... 
written like for the Red Sox and stuff. Yeah, I know who he is. Um, and the third one who got more than half of the vote was John Henry. No way. <laughs> yeah, that's so <laughs> funny. Everyone voted for John Henry. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> All right. All right. I think I think we're good. All right. Yeah, that was. That's good. Yeah, we can move on. Yeah, let's go, Jesse. I say move on. <laughs> All right, it's time for rapid fire news. Everyone's favorite thing. Uh, we'll start off with the Red Sox. Red Sox to Red Sox. Oh man, what happened to them this week? They got eliminated in Game Six of the ALCS to the Astros. Sad day. Uh, more baseball news. The Dodgers also got eliminated in Game Six of the NLCS. A great day by the Braves. I'll be honest. I'm going to be insufferable in this show today. That's fine. I feel so no, vindicated. We said this. I, I was, we both are. I, I, was, I feel so vindicated and so right on so many things this week. Between the Dodgers, a bunch of ba- uh, football stuff we'll get into. Just, I'm going to be the worst and I don't care. Mm. But yeah, uh, happy day for baseball. Braves, or uh, Dodgers, not in the World Series. Braves, Rays, or Braves, Rays. Why did I? Braves, Astros. But that's, that's, that's the other thing that's making me so mad about the Sox thing. Just saying. As, as you just looked over to the National League and what Atlanta did, taking down the Titan, the Dodgers. I'm done. I guess. I guess. But anyway, one last bit of baseball news before we move on for a little bit. Uh, today is Pedro Martinez's birthday. We share a birthday. Happy birthday, brother. What a day, isn't it? Um, all right. Enough of that for a little bit. Uh, Bruins, they're 2-1 in the season. In the Since we were last year, they were 1-1. One uh, week or the season is two weeks old. They've played three games, averaging one and a half games a week. Oh boy, it's going to be great down the stretch when we play every other day in like two games in a row. So, Bruins two and one, looking good. Uh, also, NBA season started. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Lions. I love putting the Lions in the rapid fire news. Still haven't got a win, but oh boy, are they exciting to watch. Very exciting football. Lost 28-19 to the Rams. They gave it everything they had. Still took an L. Best 0-6 team of all time. Uh, Cardinals, still undefeated. They stomped out the Texans 31-5. One of those boring 4 o'clock hour games. There were so many massacres last week. Yeah. Um, and then the Patriots, here's another one. I think it was the biggest one of the day. I didn't actually, uh, That was, I, listen, I think Belichick's wanted by, like, the local authorities. For murder. For murder. That was an earth-salting. <laughs> that was a massacre. We'll get into it a little bit more in a yes. little, in literally a second, because this is the end of Rapid Fire News. Patriots beat the Jets 54-13. to um, Killed Zach Wilson in the process. Um, I was right about that, too. And... With that, Rapid Fire News is over. We can move on to talk about the Patriots. It was a total beatdown. Domination, both sides of the ball, from the get-go. The running game looked good. Mac Jones looked pretty good. Passing down field, too, as well. Uh, Some trickery for some reason. Why not beat them down? Beat down those Jets. Uh, Sorry, Robert. Here's the thing: it's not. We don't even care much about the game. No, I don't it's care. a it's a grain of salt game. You played the worst team the NFL has to offer by far. Um, oh, I think I think today Jacksonville would beat them by at least a touchdown, probably. Um, but this isn't. We don't really want to talk about the game. Who cares about that game? We know they were going to win. We know it was going to be a beatdown. But like, 
We're talking Bills may have sent a message. Now, I think he just sent it to the Jets because I think he really, I mean, I know he really hates that organization and he loves to just embarrass them. You think it's a little bit more than that. So I'll let you take over. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's definitely more than that. Listen, <clears throat> we've seen him pour on a little bit against the Jets and, and, and do some little funny things. Wasn't it against the Jets they were doing that uh, punting rule? Yeah. Where they kept declining. Yeah, they kept, they kept taking uh, penalties and decline or whatever. Just the clock would keep running. And you could see Bill with that smirk on his face. Yeah. So uh, we know he hates the Jets. He does stuff like that. I don't think I've ever seen him do something like this, though. There was like three minutes to go in the game. And they were doing play action passes down the field. Like, just a absolute rubbing your nose in it. Very, I almost want to call it classless a little bit. But I enjoyed it, and it was funny. <laughs> but I think that was a message. I think that was a message by the team who thinks that they are better than their record, because let's be honest, they've been in a lot of these games. I think they were frustrated after the Dallas game. And I think that's Bill letting out a little, just a little. You, you, you can act like you don't care and you listen, and you don't listen. I think after a while, you have to listen to a little bit of, of all the criticism and the, and the talk, especially on the local level. I mean, I think he might be getting pounded more on the local level than he even is the national level. And we know the national media hates him because he's rude to the media. Hmm. Um. But I think I think that was I think that was Bill sending a message to the rest of the league, all the people talking, all the pundits, all the media stuff, all the chrism he says, and go, listen, 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 we're better than our record, and let me show you, because like there are people going on there saying like this isn't a good team even the Pats is like listen, I'll show you what a bad team is. This is a bad team, and I'm going to show you the gap between them and us. We're still legitimate. We're getting better. And by the way, I picked the right quarterback over what they picked. So I, I, I really do think that was letting out some frustration and totally a message to the league, to players, to everybody about, you know, we're not as bad as you say we are. Stop it. And I think a little less of that. Okay. I just... I. Like, I, I definitely, just based on, like, you know, Bill's history with the Jets, uh, some of that Eric Mangini stuff from way back when, that he just has a bone to pick with that team. Mm. And I think he really likes messing with them, beating them down, making them feel stupid, and reminding them that they are just the New York Jets. Um, I I mean, I definitely agree with you. Like, I mean, I think Bill's a, someone who's pretty good at blocking the crap out. However... You're right. This local media trashes him for like everything he does. Yeah. Like, God forbid, like this man does, I don't know, anything at all. They're like, oh, Bill's losing it. He doesn't know. He lost that touch. He's losing the players, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I, yeah, I, you can't help, even if like you avoid it at all costs, it doesn't bother you. You're going to hear it sometimes. But I just, I've never seen, found Bill to be, I mean, not that Bill isn't petty. And stuff like that, because he is. But on that level, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, that's why I think there must be other things in 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 this to for him to rise to that level of pettiness. And I think they're probably they're probably. I mean, they're definitely. How can you not be frustrated when you have that? You should have beat the Bucks. Yeah, I you mean, could have beat the. Uh, yeah, and I, I, again, not all of this is Bill too. I do think the team was frustrated, and I think yeah, this was a great way to let them let out their no, frustration a I little think, bit. Just keep going, boys. 
I think this was less about. Uh, he just did not want to call off the dogs at all. No, it kind of reminded me of that game in tw- 2007 where they were just beating down the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it was that game where just Brady kept throwing just deep balls to Moss and just he's just jumping over everyone, catching him. Mm-hmm. And they put in Castle because, like, you don't need Brady playing anymore. He threw a pick six. Mm-hmm. Brady's right back in to throw another <laughs> touchdown pass. It kind of reminded me of that, of just like, ah, we're just going to beat you down. Yeah. Um, and maybe that is Bill just being petty to teams, certain teams at times. But I, I think this was less, so, you know, frustration on the team level. I, I just don't think this was him about just trying to prove we're not that bad. Because I don't think he has to. Okay. I think, I mean... The, I don't think he should have the to. local radio especially thinks this team is just the worst in the league and just an absolute terrible group of people. But, like, I, I, I mean, I think they're really good. Yeah. Are they going to win the Super Bowl this year? No, but they're learning to play with each other. Mac Jones will get better. It'll be great next year. I mean, not great next year, but it'll be really good next year. Damian Harris will grow. He's still young. All these free agents they sign, they have to learn the Patriot way. They have to learn the system. Jalen Mills looked a lot better this week than last week. He did. Now... He went from covering C.D. Lamb to, I think he was on Corey Davis. Yeah, he was on Corey Davis. Um, it's a little different. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Corey Davis is a pretty good running uh, running back. Wide receiver. Um, yeah, I wish I put him on my fantasy roster this week. Did you not? No, he scored 12 points. Oh. Um, but he could have replaced some other people like Julio Jones. <laughs> Julio. But um, we're going to talk about that team a little later. Oh, we will. Not really them, though. More, more their opponent. A little bit. Uh you know, I'll have some things to say about Tennessee. I think they're a little better than we thought. But anyway, the Patriots. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know what? This just comes down to I, I disagree. This okay. is not about the whole league as a whole. And okay. just, I just think a little bit about the Jets and a little bit about just the, the team being frustrated and like finally being able to perform yeah. at a level they feel they should. Now, they're not going to put 54 up on everybody. Obviously not. Who do they have next week? I'm trying to remember. I don't think it's anybody that good. I don't think it is either. And like the schedule gets easier. No, easier. no, the schedule the schedule is about to get a lot easier for the Pats. I know that. It was very tough at the beginning of the year. I'm gonna find out in a second. Oh, we're gonna get there. Uh they have oh they, oh. Mm. Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? Chargers. Oh. In LA. Ooh. Who's so, after that then? At least it's a home game. Who's after that? After that, it is Panthers. Oh, there we which, go. Unless they have Deshaun. Yo, this is this is great. This is no, this is perfect. This is perfect. To transition? Yes. Dom, I say when we transition. <laughs> and this is a perfect transition. I clearly set this up. I clear <laughs> um It was all in your plan. Yes. I knew I knew I didn't know they were playing the charges next week, but I knew in two weeks it was the Panthers. <laughs> um but hey, Dom, your favorite guy. My my listen. Your boy. He's not my boy. Stop it. Uh, but he, you know, we do this every other week, it seems. His name disappears, and then the next week, here it is again. Trade rumors are blowing. Yeah, before it was just the Dolphins. Uh, listen, Ian Rappaport said that he thinks for sure it's going to happen maybe by the end of this week. Mm. Guess whose fantasy team he's on. Nobody cares, Dom. I know. Nobody cares. I just like rubbing it in. Fantasy is the worst. I know. Anyway, go. Me? No, me. Okay. (laughs) No, me. This is my show. All right. Get out of here. It's just your birthday. All right. (laughs) I said I was going to be insufferable in the show, and it starts right now. 
Miami. Wow. I said it at the beginning of the year. Just go trade for Deshaun Watson. Stop lying to yourself. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. We're afraid of a little blowback. We're afraid of melting to his confidence. We can't do it. We don't have the guts. We don't like that the story leaked, and now we're getting a ton of blowback. And now where we are here, going into, what, week eight in the NFL season? Right? Yeah. Seven. Seven. Why do I think that? Going to week seven in the NFL season. Oh, look whose name is back on the market about who's about to go to Miami. Oh, man. It's Deshaun Watson. Except now, you know what the difference is? Now you're not the only suitor. Now there's been reports of the Eagles. Washington is even joining the stakes. And the next one, the one who's very aggressive, the one I'm going to talk about also, the Carolina Panthers. Because I think there's a very good chance that we thought, I mean, hasn't it felt like, like a done deal? Like if Deshaun goes anywhere, he's going to Miami, right? Hasn't it felt like that a little bit? No. I said if he goes somewhere. You don't, uh, think, you don't think so? I mean, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. Because that was the only team really getting well, the name about, thrown about there. But I didn't think they were going to pull the trigger. No, I know. But I'm saying if, if somebody pulled the trigger, though. And, and they were talking about this before the season started, which is my point. I said it before the season started. Miami, stop lying to yourself. Just go do it. We know you need to do it. Stop mm-hmm. it with Tua. He isn't the answer. Everybody knows he isn't the answer. You know he's not the answer. You're lying to yourself. And they didn't do it. Teams, stop trying to convince yourself That's that you're... a hell co- of a sigh. Stop trying to convince yourself your quarterback is good enough. And if you want to win, then you have to be aggressive. And you have to just go for it. You need a quarterback in this league. Does he need to always be top five? Maybe not. Just can't pay him like he's top five if he's not. But Miami should have gone and gotten Deshaun Watson already, and now they're going to have to give up more than they probably would have if they had just gone through with it to start the uh, to start the season. Because now they're in a bidding war. And by the way, Jesse, I know we've talked about like owners and stuff like that, and like you know they kind of care about the bottom line more than anything else, and blah blah blah. Let's be honest though. These are a bunch of billionaires. They're all in a little club together, and they're all going to give each other crap. I'm not saying they care about winning championships more than the bottom line, but you know they don't want to be in an embarrassment because they, they will get ripped on for that. They, they were all ripped on. These are hyper-aggressive, hyper-competitive alpha males who have made a ton of money and they're not used to losing or being made fun of or the butt of jokes. Some of them don't care that much. As Some, long as they're I, making the money, they a, don't care. There's a few, like Cincinnati's owner and stuff, that's like legendarily cheap, but I'm telling you, Nobody wants to be an embarrassment for the most part. And Miami's turning into a bar- an embarrassment all of a sudden, it seems like. All of a sudden. All of the sudden. Here's the next one, though. I think they could swoop in here, and I think it could happen. The Carolina Panthers. And by the way, if I'm the Panthers, if I'm, if I'm Miami now, the season has been so bad that it's making me think maybe I can't give up picks and go get Deshaun Watson, though I might still do it anyway. Carolina, listen, the O-line is bad, no question. But there is a ton of pieces here on defense, great offensive weapons. They do need to repair the O-line a little bit, but everywhere else, they look pretty good. And I like Matt Rule as a coach. And David Tepper is a hyper-aggressive owner who was used to winning in Pittsburgh. Now he owns Carolina. Billionaire in, you know, like tech and stuff like that, which is aggressive and always changing. Tepper is one of those guys who I think he says what he means. 
I think he really cares about winning more than he does about the bottom line and money because he makes his money. I, I think he's that kind of guy. Well, the idea is if you win, you'll make more money. That too. So that too. But sometimes, like you know, you don't want to spend it just because if you don't win big enough. Now I, you know, I'm not making quite as enough money as I was before. I think Tepper doesn't care, really. I, I think he cares about winning above all else. He talks like it. He acts like it. He makes moves like it. That's all he cares about, I think, in Carolina right now. And Carolina, I wanted to give Sam Darnold a chance. They to me, he got his chance. It's over. It's over. They've looked terrible the first now three games. They couldn't score points against the Giants. Carolina averaged 2.8 yards a play yesterday, 173 yards of total offense against the Giants. 117 passing yards, only 56 on the ground, 2 of 15 on third down. And I know they're missing McCaffrey, but that's not a total excuse. I know their O-line's not good, but that's not a total excuse. Joe Burrow's O-line isn't good still. And he's putting up 41 points on Baltimore and throwing the ball all over the yard. I believe he's the only quarterback in the league to throw a touchdown pass in every game. Really? Yes. Justin Herbert's O-line was one of the worst pass-blocking O-lines last year, and he still lit it up. That's not a total excuse for complete incompetence. He's turning the ball over way too much. He had a turnover yesterday. He got benched for P.J. Walker. And there's plenty of weapons still here. Hubbard's not a bad running back. You still have D.J. Moore. Robbie Anderson is competent. And you have good coaching. So it's over with Sam Darnold. Tepper wants to win. And I think everybody thinks it's Miami. I would not be shocked if David Tepper swoops in and pays a ridiculous price to go get Watson. And Miami, you blew it. Even if you get Watson, you blew it. Because you're going to have to give up more now than you would have if you had done it at the beginning of the year. Because now for sure, if there's multiple teams bidding. Like... Houston is probably getting three first-round picks, in my opinion. So, I was right. I was right, Jesse. You go for it. Weigh uh, in. Oh, by the way, I was going to say also, the other team, Philadelphia. I, I, I felt very vindicated on that, too. They, after starting a little bit better than I thought, they looked terrible last week. They've looked terrible. Their game plans are horrible. Don't go get Deshaun Watson, because you can't give up the picks, because... Your defense, which is the only good unit, especially on the lines, is old. And there's multiple things you have to fix there, and you don't have the coach. So Eagles shouldn't go for it either. Eagles, you're one of the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, I, here's that. I'm going to go through these teams. Mm-hmm. There's four on, on like, that we're talking about here. Yeah. I'm going to go through them one by one. So the Dolphins and why I don't think they should do it. Uh, one, you already don't have your first round pick this year it's philly philly has it um and it's looking to be a pretty good pick yeah um so you're then gonna have to you're gonna have to give up probably a couple first round picks and you're gonna what years and years of no first round picks um your team we thought they were quarterback away we thought a couple teams were quarterback away some teams on this list no that defense isn't that good um, the the weapons have seemingly disappeared, and now you can blame some of them. Oh, two is not that great of a quarterback. Um, he looked okay at some points yesterday. There were some nice throws. It was the Atlanta Falcons. Um, that sh- shut up, Dom. Nobody cares. Uh, but I still don't think you should do it. And most of it was in the second half, where we know the Falcons like to choke away leads. Sure, but like still, you I don't think they should do it because you don't really have the assets 
to do it. And if you have to pay, you're going to give up everything you almost have. And you still, like, you, you need a team. And these rumors are seemingly ruining the Dolphins. I read a report last night that, like, Flores is losing the locker room over these trade rumors. Like, people, people don't like this. They want him to, st- have like, hey, they want a guy. Teams want stability like that. And I don't blame them. Uh, especially if you are the guy that they're like questioning. Like, why would you want to play for that team if you're Tua? I wouldn't. No. Uh, but I'll move on. Eagles. Honestly, Eagles uh, might well, have- I, I, just, I do want to say that is fair. That's totally a fair point. And that's why I said that's more reason why I said if Miami was going to do it, they should have done it at the beginning of the year and just gotten it over with, ripped the band aid off. I guess. But like, I still don't think you have the assets to really do it not. effectively. You might not. However, the Eagles, I mean, they have the assets. You have Miami's pick, which is going to be good. You have your pick, which is probably going to be pretty good. Now, if you make this trade, the idea is you're going to get better and the pick will get worse. But, like, whatever. Um, That's the Texans' problem at that point, right? Mm. Um, So you have the assets to move to get him, I feel, more than the other ones because of how many picks you have seemingly gathered up as the Eagles. But do you you have the pieces in place that you can give up first-round picks like that? That's my issue with Philly. Well, here's the thing. I don't think any of these teams have the pieces to really be giving up all these first-round picks. I because think Carolina's in a better position than the other two. Don, we'll get there. We'll okay. get there. But yeah, the Eagles are not. They don't have many weapons. I mean, the, the defense is okay, but it's not that good either. Um, so again, I you you are far from a quarterback away from being a good team. Will Deshaun, Jackson, Deshaun Watson make you a better team? Obviously, he'll make almost every team better. Just with how he plays and how he is and his skill level. Derek um, Carr threw for a party on that defense last week, uh, on Sunday. Um, we're not talking about the Raiders, Dom. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, I don't think the Eagles should either. You have the assets more than the other ones might have, but you could use those assets for other things. Well, yeah. Some okay. weapons. Okay, so yeah, yeah, no, no, you do agree with me then because you don't think the Eagles should do it. I don't think the Eagles, I don't think the Eagles should do it. Yeah, and now for Washington football team. I don't think you should do it either. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know their asset situation with like picks and stuff the way the other picks. ones. They got their picks. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't remember hearing about them dealt with them, so I thought they would. Again, probably going to be a pretty good first round pick, it's looking like again. Mm. Um, and we thought quarterback away. And they have like Antonio Gibson that's, and McLaurin. Those are good um, pieces. But this defense is actually not good, no. which is kind of shocking. So you might yourself be a couple pieces away. Could use that first round pick for um, probably know. probably a corner. I was gonna say it's, it's like the some, secondary is the biggest some issue. secondary help. Uh, but I think you can find that in the league. I, I see a world where it makes sense for Washington to do it. I don't know if Washington will pull the trigger. I think Washington maybe should more than the other two. Yeah, but I'm still a little. I, I get it. And now the Panthers. Uh, you know, you're saying their owners hyper aggressive. Good for him. Uh, I think more teams need people like that. Uh, certainly, at least owners that are caring. Some owners just like, hey, I have a team and don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always nice to have an owner that cares. Um, I believe they have all their assets. Um, and they might be pretty good as well, it's looking like. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not... Now, I thought Darnold was crap. Mm-hmm. Went for a long time, and I don't think he's really that good of a quarterback in general. He's big, and that's really helpful, and he can be athletic. Um, 
But, like, I don't know. He just gets fooled so easily, it seems. Yeah, I think cognitively, like, I think cognitively sometimes the game confuses him. Yeah, and, like... It, it moves a little fast. I don't even think he's an idiot, either. Like, it's just... No, but... He just maybe just doesn't have maybe the vision mm-hmm. and the processing power that some of these other quarterbacks do. Um, he just gets lost in the moment sometimes, I feel like. However, I feel like something like that, you can very much teach. And you can teach him to be better. Because he has pretty good skills. He is not... He's much more athletic than, say, a Tom Brady. Um, so I think you can still teach Sam Darnold. He really, you need to, he needs to stop seeing ghosts. You need to get him some, I don't know, give him some Ghostbusters or something. You know, he needs a better O line. Sure, sure. Um, you know, McCaffrey back would help, but like, you know, you shouldn't rely, you shouldn't have your quarterback rely on you a guy. I, you know what I think part of Darnold's issue is? I don't think he. Th- thinks about the situation before the ball is snapped. And I don't mean he's not reading a defense or trying to figure that out, but he doesn't think about the game time situation. Like he does things in moments that are just like, mm. bro, that's the last thing you can do in this situation. Like like a base running in, in baseball, right? When you're at first, we need to think about the situation. How many outs are there? What's the outfielder's arms everywhere? You know what I'm saying? Like the situation within the game before yeah. the play. I don't think he does that a lot. I mean, he's doing stupid stuff when he's backed up in his own end zone on Sunday too. And it's just like, how before the ball is snapped, do you not think about where you are on the field? Sure. And like, but that can be taught. It, you, you would think so, but it's been four years now. Yes. But this is the first with a real team. That's true. And by the way, and, he, got, he didn't get good coaching even in college at USC. Um, so like, we'll see how good of a coach um, what's his name? Rule? Yeah, Matt Rule. Uh, yeah, that was Matt Rule. Okay, I couldn't remember his first name. Um, we'll see how good of a coach he is and how much he can like turn this around. Because like you know, when it's going good and a player's like you know, he's just got um, momentum on his side. He's just playing hot. Uh, that's not like when you can really like oh he's playing hot whatever. When he then craps his pants, <laughs> well we'll see what he's made of. Yeah. Can he? You know. I never expected him to turn it around with the Jets. Can he now at least see maybe he'll stop crapping his pants a little bit? Okay. Now, if he can, obviously I think the Panthers should keep it and try and keep going with this. If not, sure, yeah, you can move on. Wait, However, do you, do you want to give Darnold to the end of the year then? Part of me does. At least another couple weeks. Okay. Um, I know the trade deadline is coming. I think it's after week eight, actually. Yeah, uh, it's November second, isn't it? Oh, so oh man, so yeah. <laughs> they don't have a lot of time. So they maybe have one more game, I think. Yeah. Um, if you want to do it before the trade deadline, mm-hmm. so I have mixed feelings about the Panthers one, but uh, yeah, sure. If anyone should do it, is I guess the Panthers. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a, a weird team out here that no one's talked about, and they're not and they're not in talks, and they're not gonna do it. No, I know. No, Atlanta should not do it. Um, they're not gonna do it. I know they won't because they can't blow up the season. But and if they did, they'd have to get it done and succeed. You can't just talk. What about the Browns? Because mm. you're trapped a little bit, aren't you? Right? You got to pay. You, you either got to pay Baker, or you got to move on from Baker next year. And I think most of us think, and even in Cleveland, other than the fans who are dumb, um, mm. I think the ownership is, is on a trajectory right now where you think they're not going to pay Baker. He's not worth it. I mean, if you can get him for not thirty million dollars, Do I don't think, mind him. Well, yeah, but, I, but he's not gonna 
he's that's not gonna, he's that's a, not going to happen with what the quarterback market is. It's just not going to happen. Uh, I I highly doubt it. I don't know. I I I feel like he shouldn't think of himself all that highly in this league. But like quarterbacks love to be the most narcissistic people on earth for some reason. Um, so I I don't know what he has to be high on himself about to think he deserves thirty million dollars. Uh, he doesn't but, have anything. So I I you know. That's the quarterback market, but like, what if is, I can get him for twenty two? I'd do it. Yeah, I was gonna say if you can get it like twenty to twenty five, like I wouldn't, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't crap on this bronze at all for that. And I'd be like, oh, or or Baker, I'd be like, good for you, Baker, for saying like, hey, I'm gonna think of the team, and I'm gonna realize that I am not this elite quarterback that they, I think I should be paid for. Yeah. I just, you know, I'll but just, no, I, I just the Browns should not. Interesting one. Is there any team you think should then? I feel like you just don't think anyone should trade for Deshaun Watson at this point. The Texans. The Texans should be like, listen, buddy, what do you want? What the hell do you want? I don't think you can do anything at this point. Um, the Lions. Because <laughs> Goff is crap. <laughs> All right. And you know what? What? Like... I mean, they're also not a quarterback away, and this goes against the other three things I said with the other three teams, but, I mean, the Lions could benefit from that. You know who could actually do? Pittsburgh could do. Oh, that's actually a really good one. Unless they want to just hold out and wait for Aaron yeah. Rodgers next year. No, no, no. You trade you trade some first-round picks, give him a juju. Actually, I guess you can't trade juju. He's injured. Yeah. Um, so they, can, they can trade one of the other wideouts. Send Johnson over there. Mm. You could send Deontay. I like him though. I know you do. I mean, you know what? Do it. Yeah. Screw the Steelers. That's actually a good one. Again, they're not going to do it because they're not going to do that to Ben in the middle of the season. Plus, Pittsburgh has they think of themselves, you know, very highly. So I don't think they're going to want to bring in someone like Deshaun. Mm. So I don't think they'll do it. But but I, that one just did come to my mind. Didn't think about that before the show. But that might not be a bad move. Mm, the Vikings could benefit from it, but like they're stuck. No, they're paying Kirk too much. They can't. No, that's what I mean. They're, they're just stuck yeah. with their quarterback. Yeah. All right. All right. We can take a break. Yes. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with my show. We are back with the greatest show on earth. Slow your roll. Uh, I'm here with Big D. I'm Little J. <laughs> what the heck? I don't know. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> Trying to spice it up. Uh, spice it. <laughs> but hey, here's a team we like to talk about, especially recently because it's not going well. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. P- uh, the class of the NFL for the past couple years. However, they are fallen on some tough times some theories as to why as to what has happened uh you said last week it was time to panic 
Was it last week? I believe it was last week or two weeks ago. I think it was. I think it was two weeks ago. Some last week they beat Washington. I feel like it was before that. It was. I think it was two. It weeks was ago. within the fortnight. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> and it has only gotten worse. <laughs> I know, like much worse. Now, you didn't think Tennessee was that great of a team. Not that you thought they were awful. No, I thought they were decent, but I didn't expect them to put the shellacking they did on the Chiefs. No. Who didn't like, you know, their strong suit is obviously offense the Chiefs and they didn't show up at all. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes is seeing ghosts out there. Mahomes uh, is a mess right now. Yeah, he's forcing things. He's getting he's running for his life every play. Um Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey have yeah, like, you know, pretty good, but like their production has fallen what and I don't know. Many things to say. Yes. Would you like to take over? I'll take over. All right. This is another one, guys. It'd be insufferable. We are right again. You can take credit on this. You said it was time to panic, too. I think. How can you not say it's time to panic? Maybe, I know. Especially now. I know. Now, I did not expect Tennessee to put the whooping on them that they did. But I got to say, Kansas City, I love you. I love Kansas City. I, I, I for the past couple of weeks, now basically all season, have been betting against Kansas City in the spread. And it's just just paying dividends for me all season long. My only loss was the week that with Washington. Other than that, Kansas City can't cover a spread to save their life because they're overvalued. Vegas is overvaluing them. The media is overvaluing them. They've been overvalued. This is what they are. They're a bit of a mess right now, okay? Mahomes is getting paid. They had to retool the offensive line coming into this season, get rid of some of their best tackles. The O-line doesn't look good. The defense was never good, but now it's just atrocious. Now it's Big 12 college defense. Just They can't stop anybody. They can't get anybody off the field. And I watched Patrick Mahomes. I'm one of the only people I feel like outside of the state of Texas who can say this. I watched Patrick Mahomes in college like all the time because I just I found them wildly fascinating. They were terrible. It's like the worst college defensive team I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe Kingsbury failed at Texas Tech and then got an NFL job. Shocks my mind. But, and I liked Mahomes. I, I thought he should be drafted out of college. I didn't understand why there wasn't more hype around him. But, 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 this was the knock on him at Texas Tech and the knock on him coming into the NFL. Now, at Texas Tech, the defenses were always so bad that Kingsbury couldn't say, hey, Patrick, you got to reel it in. You got to stop being so crazy because they were down by 40 points all the time. So, like, who cares? What the hell? Chuck the ball up. We need We need to take risks. So, I feel like they didn't really coach him out of that a little bit. And then he goes to the NFL. He sits for a year. That was a big help on this. And they start to try and take some of this out of the game a little bit, right? They rang it in. He uses it a couple of times a game. Maybe even more than he should. Maybe still he was a little loose than he should have been over the past two years. But it worked out for the most part. Now... He has to do it too much because the O-line's not great. He's doing it way too much. He's leaning into it too much. He's getting reckless. He's getting careless. And he's getting loose with the football again. They still have the most turnovers in the NFL. They have the most turnovers in the NFL. Mahomes was, what was it? He was 20 for 35 yesterday. No touchdown passes, 206 yards, an interception, and a fumble. He's had at least a turnover in every game. Most of the time, he's had multiple turnovers in every game. He's a bit of a mess right now. The defense is atrocious. They can't stop anybody. They're last in almost every every single like statistic, pretty much, on defense. 
because Seattle got to play Pittsburgh last week. So, you know, so, so Kansas City, you know, passed them as far as worst team and defense on everything. Because it's always great for your numbers when you get to play Big Ben and, and, and the Steelers offense. But Kansas City, you're a mess right now. I don't know if this team makes the playoffs. I really don't. Could they still make the playoffs? I don't know. But listen, the Raiders look decent. They got John Gruden out there. They look better now than they did before, even. Maybe maybe Gruden was part of the problem. Derek Carr is bowing. Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes right now. Not overall. He's playing better football than Patrick Mahomes, though. He is. Sure. He is. It's undeniable. And I know we all want to give Mahomes the credit. But, guys, he's not playing good football. He's loose. He's a mess. And by the way, now that he's getting paid, you will already see some of the uh, some of that coming into effect where they're not they're not deep at all. They got Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. After that, they don't have a great third option. They're not running the ball. Kansas City doesn't hit their layups. Kansas City doesn't do the simple things. They don't cross their eyes and I mean they don't cross their T's and dot their eyes. They're just haymakers all day trying to trying to blow the top off a of defense. They don't do the simple necessary things well that it takes to win football games. And that's why they're not doing well right now. So that's that's where you're at, Kansas City. That's Chiefs fans. Put the pom-poms down. I know Mahomes is the greatest thing ever. No, he's not right now. And, and that's where you're at. You might not be a playoff team. This happens in the NFL a lot. The Super Bowl loser just becomes loser, period, for some reason. It's weird. It's a weird thing that happens. It can it happens a lot. And you didn't think KC would happen to because like they were at multiple Super Bowls at least the one the year before, but it looks like it's happening again. And I think Justin Herbert's real close to Patrick. And I think the Chargers are winning that division at this point. And you're in a dogfight with Oakland. Well, I'm sorry, Las Vegas, to try and uh to try and get that last wild card spot. And you know what? This could be a year where KC we don't see him in the playoffs. Because I don't really know where the fix is right now. It's it's hard, but and it's not an easy schedule. So we'll see what happens moving forward for Kansas City. Yeah, um, and what I'm surprised is I've you know people making pointing to all these problems. Like you can't help but look at the defense and be like, "Good lord!" Um, Patrick Holmes is running for his life almost every play. They seem to when it gets bad, give up on games. And people are pointing all these things out. But I no one at any point has ever pointed any finger this season, it seems, at Andy Reid. Hmm. And okay. people, I like it. I like it. And people, um, especially the past few years, like I used to crap on Andy Reid too, just for his late game management and like two minute stuff. Like he, he just couldn't figure it out. And like, you know, with the Chiefs, I, you know, I hyped up Andy Reid a little bit too. This guy figured out how to coach. Um, not that I ever thought he was terrible, terrible, terrible. I just thought, like, you know, when they big There game. was some game management issues, yeah. clock. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Andy Reid, he's part of the reason for the success of the Chiefs. However, at this point, I could, like, he could be part of the reason for this downfall, too. You know, he can't, you can't just coach a terrible defense. This, if it's, the defense is awful, it's going to be awful, no matter how good the coach is. If you don't have the pieces there, they'll never perform. They're just not it. Um, but, like, at the same time, like, how are you not sitting Patrick Mahomes down at this point and be like, bro, relax. Stop forcing everything. 
um, throw it away, take a sack maybe even. Um, and Andy Reid's not doing any of this. It hasn't changed. It's just teams are playing it better. Like they're still, I, I watch these Chiefs games and it's still like they're trying the same thing every time. Part of the reason is because they're constantly chasing with that bad defense. So you got to force things um, at times. But like the game plan isn't changing. It's just the same thing every week, and it's not working. And I can't believe Andy Reid is not like – I mean, Andy Reid loves his trick plays, and they still do those, but that's not going to save you. So do you think they can't run the ball well, but do you think part of that is they're not committing to it? They're, uh, they're just trying to throw, they, throw, throw. That's the game plan all the time. They lost Edward Solaire, and that doesn't help. No. Um, that you know that really makes them one-dimensional. I don't even Browns know. were on their third-string running back, though, and they th- ran for like 170 yards last week. So I have more faith in that O-line. No, I know, I'm not saying that, that the Chiefs and, can do that. Uh, an O-line but, can make a running back. No, it can. But I'm saying, but you have to have some commitment to the run, even if it is your backup. No, sure. It, it, like, if you can, if you, you know, if you're only going to throw, the defense knows they're going to throw. Let's at least try to defend that in well, some way. Well, also, the, what it means is the defense can just pin their ears back and pat. And, yeah, that's what I go, mean. You know, balls to the wall on every play and just like, I don't have to worry about gapping or space. or anything. I can just go full on try and go get the quarterback. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. and um, and like when I see, like I said, like the Chiefs seem to be when they get down, like especially in that Bills game, like I saw Tyreek Hill give up, mm-hmm. and I can't believe he wasn't benched. Mm. The game was still, I guess, winnable at that point, but like I saw Tyreek Hill give up, and I can't believe Andy Reid's not benching these guys, being like, bro, like play the full sixty minutes. Oh, you mean when he didn't run down uh, the guy who made well, the pick when? Yeah, the one that went through Tyreek's hands. He made the one of the worst tackle attempts I've ever seen and then didn't run him down. Yeah. Didn't, I didn't even try. No, I literally watched that play and I was like, you should be benched. Yeah. You can still try to win this game, but it should be without Tyreek Hill. And that'll send a message to everyone else. Yeah. Um cuz you know, you're going to bench a star player like that people see that. People like, "Oh man, he means business." And Andy Reid's not doing anything like that. Mm. It's the same thing week in and week out. And no one is pointing any fingers at him. It's not all his fault. Like, you can't just coach up an awful defense. There's nothing you can do about that. You know, Edward Solaire went down. There's not much you can do about that. Um, Injuries are going to happen. But when I see the team give up, a coach not only can do something about that, but he should. Mm. Absolutely should. And he he needs to do something about Patrick Mahomes. It's Mm. like, we understand you're this athletic god and you have an ability that very few on this earth even have ring it in a little bit but you, yeah you have teammates you it's not all about you, you don't have to do this on your own and just because it doesn't work this play like there's other plays and you can't give away game yeah. Listen, the offense is still putting up points they're not punting a ton and they're not yesterday though no not yesterday and they they're usually in a lot of these games but the turnovers are what's losing them the games patrick moan had five interceptions last year He's yeah. thrown a pick in six straight games. Yes. And yesterday, yesterday really was like the turning point, though. I mean, they were terrible. 27-3 yeah. to they lost. Uh, they were down 20, they were down 27 nothing at half. Yeah. And like, you know, we've said in the past, like, it's been time to panic for this team. Oh, and way, way too many penalties, by the way, too. They're, they're committing a lot of penalties. Nine, that's, nine, that's a sign of a bad no, I know. coach team. Yeah, I know. So th- I, I see your point. Some of this falling on Andy Reid. Nine penalties yesterday for like, I think it was... 80 yards and I understand frustration you're gonna might act out Mm -hmm. you might hold a little too hard and you get the holding penalty stuff like that happens when you're getting frustrated but then that's where the coaching comes in and be like relax Mm -hmm. this is still a winnable game or like we got him next week Mm -hmm. don't 
don't try to hurt someone or hurt yourself this week. Um, so, and I, I just, like, you know, we've said it's time to panic. It's been time to panic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never thought, and really until this week, of like, oh, man, you're really in danger of not making the playoffs. And I know it's only uh, week six, mm-hmm. but, like, man, it's looked bad. And I just, I can't believe no one has pointed a single finger at Andy Reid. Mm. And like I said, I, 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 you know, especially now, I'll consider him maybe one of the better coaches in the league. But that doesn't mean he's not making mistakes and he's not part of the problem right now. Because mm. I think he clearly is. Yeah, I, I know. I see it. I get you. I wish we got that part on video. <laughs> eh. It is what it, it is. It'd it be like that sometimes. It, it does. We got it on audio. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. We can move on. All right. All right. Something fascinating is going on in the NHL. NHL, NFL, yeah, uh, and it's called the AFC North. A, you know, we thought Pittsburgh would be bad. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, we thought Baltimore would be decent. They're pretty good. We got that one. We oh, the Ravens. Uh, they, we we hit pretty well. They're great. I, listen, last week, I know last Sunday was horrible. I I feel like they were that they were so due. Almost every sharp sports better was on that game. They knew Cincinnati was going to at least beat the spread, if not win the game outright. Baltimore was so due. They've played a lot of tough games, and they've played really well back-to-back weeks. So Yeah, and I'm, I don't think like, oh man, Baltimore's done now. Yeah. Um, but I, I, what is really surprising, what the, I think the two biggest surprises is how bad Cleveland has been. Yes. Not to say they're awful. And how really good Cincinnati, Cincinnati has been. Yeah. And I thought they were going to finish ahead of the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I did not think they were going to be ahead of the Ravens and Browns at any point in the season. No. Yet here we are. And it is oh so fascinating. And I love it. Yeah, It's one of my favorite stories in football right now. The AFC North. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to you say something? I mean, if you've got more to say right now, I'll, I'll, I'll go after you if you want. Okay. No, because it's mostly, it's mostly me just talking like Cincy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I didn't think they were going to be this good. Mm-hmm. We both thought there's got like there's got to be improvement. Like, um, but like, who would have thought Jamar Chase is going to be the best wide receiver in the NFL? Who would have thought that, despite the O line still having problems, that Joe Burrow is going to be one of the best quarterbacks to this point in the NFL? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, actually, no, he definitely is because Patrick Mahomes didn't throw a touchdown pass this week, which means he's the only one to throw a touchdown pass in every game. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. Um, but like, the defense for that Bengals team as well. Has surprised me. So, I am hype on the Bengals. I am hype on the Bengals, man. I am rooting for this team hard, um, more than any in that division. Like I feel a little bad for the Browns because that's been surprising. Mm. Um, I feel really bad for the Browns, but for other reasons other than just this season. Why? Because they're going to make a mistake. And, yeah, I think and pay Baker. Yeah, I think they're, they're a little <laughs> trapped right now. Yeah, but like. I don't know. And also, like, you know. Not every team in this division can be. I mean, the Steelers aren't even in the question. I no. can make the pl- postseason, no. but, like, who is going to miss out? Probably the Browns. It could be. It could be. We'll see. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll contradict you in a sec. Oh, boy. Not complete contradiction, but I will say this. I still think at the end of the day, I think Cincinnati's going to miss out. And I'll tell you why. Because your the old, is a ticking time bomb? Well, the, he's not the ticking time bomb. The old line is. At the end of the day, they they still throw the ball a ton, and the O line still isn't good, and Burrow's still getting hit a lot. 
So they I can't I w- run with that old line. I would be not be shocked if he gets hurt again. Now I'm not saying like horrible and not even I'm not even saying to the point where he's on IR, but to a point where maybe he's not as good anymore because he's just been hit too much. I don't think they're particularly deep. Um, even on the defensive side of the ball where they have improvements, I don't think they're deep though. I don't think they can overcome almost really any injuries on either offense or defense to any of the starters. Um, so I, I just don't think the team is deep enough yet. So I still think that they miss out in the end. But they are way better than I thought they would be, way ahead of schedule, and Burrow looks amazing. Yeah. He really does. He really does. It's nice Baltimore. to see a first overall pick work out. No, I know. Uh, as for Baltimore, I want to go through all three. Baltimore will be quick. I just want to say this on Baltimore. Yeah, it is a three. I gave up. I gave up on the argument, and I pretty much said like, yeah, and you said it too. I think last week. Oh, we might be wrong on Lamar. We're wrong on Lamar. And I and I put my hands up and said maybe I'm wrong a while ago, but I will come out completely now and just say no, I was wrong. I was wrong. I want to, uh, you. But 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 <laughs> but Jesse. Wrong, but but we were right and wrong because we were right last year saying, well. This isn't going to work next year to the same level. I think people are figuring it out. Well, he just got better, though. He improved on the thing that we said isn't good enough. He's, he's a good pocket passer now. He is. He can throw the ball up the seam, outside the numbers, accurately. It still looks weird when he throws, but his accuracy is really good. And he can play from behind. He can play when they know they have to throw. So, Lamar. Lamar's it. Lamar's the real deal. Mm. As for the next one, I like talking about them a lot. I'll talk about them again. Cleveland. I feel really bad for Cleveland, actually. I really do. I like making Cleveland jokes, but their fan base is so dedicated, and they've been through a lot. You guys are in a terrible position. I'm, re- I'm really sorry. I'm very sorry for you. I love your backup, though. Keenum, Keenum is my guy. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, Keenum beat Denver. They played, yeah. don't turn the ball over, play, run the football, take the air out of the ball, time of possession, get a lead, sit on it. Keenum executed that perfectly. And I think they can win a lot of games with Case Keenum at quarterback in that formula and that offensive line. They have the best offensive line in football. But here's the problem. Are you going to turn to Baker again at some point this year, which it seems like no matter when it is, whether it's next week or three weeks from now, he's going to be less than 100% because he needs surgery. They've come out and said that on that labrum. But you feel like you don't want to go with Keenum the whole year, so you got to go to Baker, who's not going to be great, not 100%. And you're trapped. They're trapped. You can't pay this man. It's over. Stop it. It's stop. Stop. Cleveland fans, you have been bad for so long that even the slightest amount of winning, you just want to go all out and I love the coach, I love the GM, I love this guy, I love that guy, I love Baker, he's the truth. Just because you've been horrible for so long, it doesn't take a ton of winning for you to go all in on somebody. He's he's not he's not somebody you pay 30 plus million dollars. It's over. I don't want to hear about injuries. Burrow's O-line still isn't good. And he's throwing a party on everyone, beating Baltimore 41-17, throwing for 400 yards. And his O-line's not good. You have the best O-line in football, and they're not even hurt. Oh, he lost both his running backs. Lamar Jackson lost his entire running back core, their entire backfield, and they're a run-heavy team. And they still don't really have an elite wide receiver. Uh, Marquise Brown, he's got some drop problems, but he he's really good. I wouldn't call him elite, though. No, not with that drop problem. No, and what's their, what's their second option in the passing game, other than Andrews? Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Yes, okay. Watkins is a third, I feel like, a lot of the time. 
I'll agree with that, but you asked who the second is. No, I know, I know. Well, that's what I'm, my point. Lamar's had mad injuries, and he doesn't even have great weapons to throw to. Joe Burrow's O-line isn't... He's got, a, he's got a good tight end, though. He's got Andrews. He does. Joe Burrow doesn't even have an average O-line. He has a bad O-line. This is, injuries are not an excuse, okay? Baker's not the guy. He can't carry a roster. He needs all of the help and support, and that's okay. It, there's a lot of quarterbacks like that. Most quarterbacks are like that. You just can't pay him $30 million, though. That's what it comes down to. So it's over, Cleveland. You're trapped. Mm. I don't know what they can do. Uh, They're not going to have a high enough pick to get a draft pick. Here's the first thing you do. I think Aaron... And by the way, here's the, here's the you have the third best quarterback in the division, and it seems like Pittsburgh could be first in line for Aaron Rodgers. So now you have the fourth best quarterback in your division, and you could go right back to being in the basement. Despite a sh- crap ton of talent on that, I almost swore. I, I, I heard <laughs> a sh- Despite all the talent in the world on that team. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the first thing you do if you're the Cleveland Browns. You get as far away from OBJ as possible. I agree with that. They should have traded OBJ a while ago. I understand why you couldn't this offseason. Because he was still injured. Mm-hmm. But, again, they were pretty good at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. And then OBJ came back. And they're kind of not that great again. Now, you, you won last game with OBJ, and that was Case Keenum was quarterback, but that was a very boring game. Um, you know, Case Keenum didn't do much. They were very safe, played very safe. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I don't mind if Cleveland will commit to Baker as long as the price is right. Because um, he's a pretty good quarterback. You can win with a good quarterback. If you have pieces around him, and he does. Jarvis Landry's a good wideout. They have good running back. They have a good line. The defense should be better than they've played for the most part this year, but we expect it to get better as the year goes on. Um, so I don't think the Browns are quite as stuck as maybe you feel as long as they play the cards correctly. And if he wants 30 plus million dollars or even the high end of the 20s your best bet will probably be to move on but who you might be then not that great for a little while mm. if you want to ride case keenum and be a decent team i guess but again if you're going with case keenum i don't think you're really considering yourself much of a contender not for um, I think you're uh, well. I think you're a uh, contender to make the playoffs. And the well, the Browns. I think you can make the play. Listen, Keenan made an NFC championship with the Vikings. He shouldn't have. No, the St- uh, Saints should have won that game if they made one tackle. They still made the postseason though and won the division. Yeah, and like that was a good Vikings team. And like I don't want to make this sound like I think Case Keenum is crap. Like said, well, no, but I I just, I'm just saying I think you can make the postseason with Case. Now, you are not a Super Bowl contender with Case Keenum yeah, in that's, this roster. Could you make it with him to the playoffs? Yes. But, yeah, you're not this, You're not looking really to a Super Bowl, I feel. And, like, I feel like the Browns very much are right now. Yeah, they are. And, um, they, and they should be with that roster. Yes. Um, that might be it. That We say this a lot. That might be a team that's a real quarterback away. Oh, they they from easily being, are from being a real Super they Bowl contender. They easily are. They're the best old. They're the best old line in football. They have two sensational running backs and plenty of targets to throw to. Uh, Ed Miles Garrett and a decent defense. Um, you are actually you're two pieces away from being a Super Bowl. You are a quarterback mm-hmm. and dumping OBJ away. Yes, from being a Super Bowl team. 
And like, not even I think that OBJ is being that toxic because he doesn't seem to be. He seems to be keeping his mouth shut and behaving um, more than he was in New York. But at the same time, I can't help but feel every time he's playing a game that the product on the field for some reason just isn't as good. Yeah, and, and by the way, they're paying him. So if you want to pay Baker anything at all, you would like to move off OBJ. Sure. Cause, I mean, here's the thing. He's certainly not worth what he's being paid right now. No. I don't even know what it is. But I forget what it is, but it's not worth it. No. He's, he's not the player he used to be. He doesn't fit with Baker. He doesn't fit with this offense. And, you know, I don't totally blame him. You're coming off a major knee surgery. I don't even think it's also just about him and his abilities, though. I just well, he's never really fit re- in for that team. Yeah, I just don't think he fits into whatever scheme it is that they're running. I don't think his communication with Baker was great for some reason, and I just don't think he fits them. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but, at the, but with the injury, I mean, it obviously doesn't help coming back from it. He was always a burner. Yes, I don't. I don't know his speed right now. I don't know if they clocked him in at the same miles per hour as he was. But like, even still, like, he might just be hesitant to run a quick route mm-hmm. to stick his uh, foot in the dirt and uh, turn I, on a dime. I want to. I want to concise this really well for for a bunch of reasons. One, so we can move on faster, and also just because I want to get it on video better too. To be honest, Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, me. What would you do if you're the Browns? Clear, concise. What is the number? that is acceptable and you want to get Baker at, and what would you think about doing if you must move on from Baker? And it's not just the Baker, OBJ, what would you trade him for? Like, at this point, I think I'd accept a sixth-round pick, honestly, for OBJ, just to get him out of here and free up the money. Um, so, in that order. Baker, what price is right, what is unacceptable, what you do after that with the roster and the quarterback position. Okay. Uh, first, I mean, if you can get Baker... I actually I don't even want a too long of a commitment either. If you can get twenty to twenty five million five years, that I think that's great for the Browns. And I think they should absolutely do that and take that if they can get Baker to do that. Is will Baker do that? Um I could see them getting twenty for Baker. I, I don't see a reason why Baker would be too too high on his ability right now. Um, but I still think he's gonna want at least upper echelon of the twenties, and I don't think he should do that. Twenty, twenty five, five years. Uh, would be pretty good. And I think that's be fine to commit to Baker with. Um, OBJ? Oh, man. Part of me wants, like, I it, with me in fantasy, I'm someone who has put so much value on every single one of my players. I don't want to trade him for just scrap. But at the same time, OBJ's value has plummeted with that injury. His production is not there. The money is high and the production is low. That automatically means you got to trade him for crap if you're going to trade him. So... Yeah, a day three pick, probably. Um, if you can get two day three picks, that that's your best bet. A six and a seven, maybe. But, like, you're probably going to get, you're right, a six. Maybe you can get a five. But, like, that's probably it. And if you can, do it. Because, yeah, he's not worth, certainly not what you're paying him right now. He's never really worked out for you. He's just not part, he's just not a brown. He's just not a brown. So, that's what I think you should do with those two things. And then, then I think you're you're pretty good. You can win with Baker. Maybe not a Super Bowl with Baker, but like, as long as you're not paying him too much, you can then maybe get him some pieces to elevate him a little bit. Maybe a real tight end. And I don't want to crap on Hooper, but like, if you can get, if you can then, if you can shed no, OBJ. Uh, no, and, Njoku, you mean Njoku. I don't think Hooper's there anymore. Oh, you all right? You might be right. Uh, but still, if you can get a better tight end, then. I feel like that's worth spending some money on. Hmm. But all right, that, that, that's the gist. 
Because, like I say, you don't, you're not missing much. You have, I mean, you have some elite pass rushers. Your defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how good it is down the line. Um, you have weapons. It's not like you're lacking weapons. Jarvis Landry is a really good wideout. Wouldn't maybe call him elite, but he's a really good wideout. Um, and yeah, you have two elite running backs. So yeah, that's that's what I do for Baker. Twenty to twenty-five, five-ish years, um, and just shed OBJ. And I don't really want to crap on OBJ either. Um, when he started, I I used to not like him. Because I never, I, I always hate dramatic players. I always hate arrogant players. Um, but like, he's he hasn't been quite that much recently. Yeah. And like, I don't know. He makes me laugh. <laughs> so I can't hate him. All right. All right. But yeah, why would you? What would you do for if you're gonna keep Baker? You're probably in the same room. No, yeah, no more than twenty five. Um, trade OBJ, sixth round pick. Try and free up some money, uh, but if I can't get Baker, at, if Baker wants more than twenty-five, for would you just walk out right? Yeah, if just, you, just you, you, you can go, leave. Because <laughs> they did like 20, and, and, twenty-seven. And then, and then, I'd still be like, listen, uh, you I have guess. to kick, you have to kick the tires on every single available free agent and quarterback, or trade. I, I, I the trading out because I don't know who we're really going to trade for, but like. Listen, you can kick the tires on Jimmy Garoppolo. You can kick the tires on... Uh, Ooh, Jimmy G's not bad. I mean, you can try and bid for Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Rodgers would go to Cleveland, though, but you could try. Actually, Jimmy G's not good. He'll, he's probably, not, he'll he's just not. get injured again. Probably not. Um, Aaron Rodgers, you, listen, Aaron, you're going to have great weapons, a good O-line, a good defense. But I think if he goes anywhere in the AFC North, he's going as to Pittsburgh. As long as you don't mind the gunshots out your door every night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll go to Pittsburgh, I think, if he goes anywhere in the AFC North. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. We talked about I mean, Deshaun. There'll be those lesser QBs De- that are always Deshaun on the market. Deshaun will be gone by then. You can try and trade with someone and get a better pick. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but you, the 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 quarterback draft class is supposed to be it's not soft good. this year. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. So you would have to give up a lot to try and move up for a quarterback that might not even be that good. Uh I mean, the Reclamation Project quarterbacks try and find the next one. Dwayne Haskins? Samuel. Samuel Darnold. No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. If it doesn't work in Carolina, it's over for him. 100%. Um, yeah. It's not a lot of options. It really isn't. You're going to have to trade. You're going to Listen, I think what you probably end up doing. Tyrod Taylor. He's not any different <laughs> than Case Keenum. I think what you probably end up doing is you take a run at Aaron Rodgers. You probably don't get him. You run another year with Case Keenum. And then you probably try and trade up next the year afterwards. Not this quarterback class, but the year after. Uh, try and trade up with somebody and draft a quarterback. I think that's what you do. But it, if you're going to pay Baker more than $25 million, I think you're dooming your roster to knowing that you're never a Super Bowl contender because you're going to have to move off all these guys. You're going to have to move off guys on this old line, one of the running backs, it, you know, just go down the list. Doing them to the fate of KC. Yeah, basically. No, KC's better still because Mahomes can overcome things. He's just not doing it right now. But. No, but that you're paying too much for your quarterback no, no, you're, no, and you, then the no, rest of no, the no, team. No, no, you're the Minnesota Vikings. That's what you are. That That is the gold standard for what I'm talking about, about paying quarterbacks. That's what happens when you pay a, an average quarterback. Top dollar. You brought that up. Like, don't pay a top five quarterback 
not top five money. I don't think you should pay a top five quarterback top five money. Probably not, but because that's hard to say you can't do. I no, I know they'll want it, but like, look at KC. Yeah. And like, sure, he's a top five quarterback, but like, that money is not helping anything. No, I know. Um, that's, you know, how does Tom Brady do it every year? <laughs> he doesn't get paid. He's, what is he, 20? 21st or something? <laughs> like, well, like, he's making like $22 million this year. Yeah. But I even take but Baker for that. But it's even less, too, when you, like, how they, like, maneuver the cap when the money comes, when it doesn't come. Like, what, what the thing when you look at Tom is look at his ranking when it comes to cap hit, not just raw money. What is the cap hit every year? He's like 22nd in, yeah. quarter, in quarterbacks. So that's how Tom does it every year. Yeah, Jared Goff makes more money than him. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious, isn't it? Yeah. Jared Goff. All right. Are you ready? Actually, that might have been, uh, we'll move on. That might have been part of the reason why the Rams couldn't quite take that step because you're paying oh, that's totally why they couldn't a take this crappy step. quarterback. Big money. Yes. All right. Yeah. We, we, the Lord says move on. All right. The World Series, it's here. Oh, we're not going to break? Uh, no, we, I think we were doing the break after this. Sure. Whatever. World Series is here, guys. And oh, my goodness. I am so hyped about this matchup. I, everything I bitched about the Sox ownership for is everything I loved what the Braves did. I'm so happy Atlanta's here. They've proved me right about the Dodgers, too. I didn't think the Dodgers had what it took. Then they got injuries on the offense. They definitely didn't have what it took. And this is why I said when they picked up Scherzer, I said they didn't actually get better. They just moved laterally because all they did was replace the pitcher Bauer, but it's not like they added new pieces. And that's what happened. All it took, suddenly Scherzer is down, and now you don't have another great starter who's who can go. Bueller's great, but he had just pitched not long ago. So you, you didn't actually get deeper. You didn't really become a better team. And the offensive injuries for the Dodgers finally is, is was the last nail in the coffin that did it in. Um, but the Atlanta Braves versus the Houston Astros. And by the way, when you look at these teams, when I say the names and you look at the records, you think Houston is the clear favorite and the better team. But when I actually compare these rosters, I don't know who to pick. Because I think the Braves, much like I said, they'll, they'll line up with the Dodgers and bang with them offensively, and then they turned even better offensively than the Dodgers once Muncie went down and Turner went down. They can bang with the Astros too. If you go position by position, right, both not great offensively at catcher. Freeman, Freeman and Gurriel. At second base, you have Alves and Altuve. At shortstop, Astros clearly have an edge with Correa and Swanson. Um, Third base, Austin, Riley, and Bregman. Riley's an MVP candidate. Riley's hitting the ball better than Bregman is right now. In the outfield, Eddie Rosario... As I said, being aggressive and making those moves, Eddie Rosado had 14 hits in the ALC and the NLCS. 14 hits. That's crazy. 560 batting average. And the big three run homer in the last game. This is what I mean when going and buying guys at the deadline is how you get to the World Series and win it. You have to get the reinforcements. Eddie Rosario, huge. Rosario has been a good hitter his entire career. Um, again, the outfield probably a slight advantage offensively to the Astros, but not by much. Not by much, in my opinion. I mean, what is it? Chase McCormick in center, Jordan Alvarez, and Kyle Tucker. Right? Alvarez usually DH. Oh, yeah, you're right. Right, Alvarez does DH. So well, it's like, what? obviously, he'll play in oh, who's the? Oh, I, I'm, now I'm drawing a blank. Then. It's Tucker, it's McCormick, and it's... Oh, uh, Siri. They do Siri. Duh, thank you. Thank you, Siri. Whereas... Whereas... Uh, my phone answered that. <laughs> <laughs> whereas you have Jock Peterson, Adam Duvall, and Eddie Rosario for the Braves. I could make the argument that the Braves have the better outfield offensively. And then DH 
Astros have the advantage, but with the DH, that means Jorge Soler can play now too. He wasn't really playing because he's a bad outfielder, and you have Duvall who does you know similar offensively, but he's a better defensive outfielder. And when it comes to starting pitching, I think the Braves have the better starting pitching. They clearly have the more experienced starting pitching. With McCullers going down, you got Frembar, Valdez, uh, Luis Garcia, and then after that, Jose Uriquity, who wasn't even good, and they kind of bullpen it with Uriquity. Whereas for the Braves, you have Charlie Morton, you have Max Freed, and you have Ian Anderson. And you have a lot of experience with Charlie Morton, including playoff experience and a World Series experience. So I think the Braves match up real well, and they have the big advantage in experience, especially in the pitching. So what is your take on this on this matchup? Well, I think I would actually definitely give the advantage to the Braves with pitching. Because, um, like, I mean, if McCullers doesn't come back. He's I, not back. He's not coming back. He's not? Okay. He's not coming back. Uh, I think, like, you, the Astros pitching leaves a lot to be desired. Yes. Um, but in then game one, you can throw out a few of the Braves. You Charlie Morton. Like, that's just great. Um, the offense. Now, maybe on paper, you could look at, like, oh, man, Astros all day. Altuve, Correa, Bregman. Um, they didn't do much. They had some timely hits in that ALCS. Uh, but Altuve, I think, had, like, what, four hits? Mm. The entire LCS, two of which were just solo shots, and those were big solo shots. Both, uh, actually, this first one was a lead taker, the second one was a game tire. Um, both late uh, inning home runs. Um, but other than that, he did nothing. Mm. Correa had a big home run. He pointed at his wrist. Uh, he did have a big double against Nathan Eovaldi to start the inning, that, um, that relief appearance he had. Other than that, he did nothing. Mm. Bregman. Non-factor. Um, Alvarez was almost willed them offensively to the World Series in that ALCS. Mm. He in that game where Sale started, and Sale pitched great in that game. Um, it, but it was Alvarez. It was all Alvarez. Uh, and the offense at that point for the Red Sox weren't hitting at all, so that was enough. So right now, and then like. Um, Sure. Because, um, yeah, this show is going long. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, oh, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Oh, uh, the Braves. Mm-hmm. The Brave offense in, like, you know, playoffs pitching gets better. So you don't expect them to bang every day. And the Braves offense has been a, maybe a little slightly disappointing in the playoffs, especially mm-hmm. that first round. But, like, you were placing some of the best pitching. So I don't really blame you. Oh, the Dodgers! The Dodgers at that point have the best pitching left, probably. No, but like even in the first round against the Brewers, like you didn't. Oh yeah, hit, every game was low scoring. But again, those that, that was some of the, the best Brewers pitching in the, the league. The Brewers had the best pitching, I think, of any team in the postseason. And yeah, then so. when they went down, the Dodgers probably had the deepest because the Dodgers bullpen is really good. Yeah. So you have paid. Your your offense has been slightly disappointing in the playoff, but you have you have played Elite the pitching. best pitching the entire time. So when you come in and then face decent pitching. I don't think it's that much to write uh, home about. I think questionable, really. So they might. I mean, Houston's offense is. Uh, <laughs> they might go off. Yeah. yeah. So this might not. Like, I don't want to just write the Astros out right now, but like, I very much would say this is the ass or the um, the, you, the oh, Braves you, to lose. Oh, so you think advantage Atlanta? A hundred percent. Oh wow. Okay. Just based on. I wasn't going that far. I just think I think these two teams are very even. 
oh, I think it'll be pretty good. But like I would I think it's very much Braves mm-hmm. and I would bet it'll be a good series, a longer series, six, maybe seven games. But if it doesn't go long and the Braves just kind of beat them up, that wouldn't surprise me much either. Okay. To be honest. I do think Houston has the advantage of the bullpen, though. Definitely. Uh, they have to use A.J. Minter a lot, multiple innings. Luke Jackson is terrible in the playoffs. So I, I do think, I do think um, bullpen-wise, the Astros have an advantage there, which is huge. That, that is a big thing. Oh, sure. You can stop a an offense on a like a diamond uh stuff like that you can mm-hmm. i mean so many teams especially like the red sox were riding their bullpen in this um playoff and a lot of teams will do that mm. and i you know good reason yes. you can't you can't let a game get out of hand because there's so few um so quick hooks on the starters mm. but i just i'm hype about the braves here I, I i want them to win and i i very much think they will yeah so huh? i'll go brave you know what I'm going to Braves in five. Wow. Yes. Wow. I mean, I wasn't going to make a prediction, but you just put me on the spot. I did. Braves in five, baby. Well, you know what? I've been I've been largely wrong uh, for the entire baseball postseason, although at least I got the National League kind of right because I thought the Braves matched up really well with the Dodgers, and I didn't think the Dodgers were making the World Series. So I want to be wrong, and I have been wrong quite a bit in predicting these playoffs, other than that part. So I'm going to say Houston in six. Really? Really? Uh, but I, I say it with no confidence. Okay. I'm a better, and I'm not— I li- still, I still I'm, expected listen, I'm, you to take the Braves just because you love I'm, them. I love the Braves, which is part of why I don't want to take them. Because <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't been great predicting so far this postseason. I wouldn't be upset if the Astros won either. Part of me wants them to win, just so I can— Hear people shut up about, oh, about them the, cheating a few years ago. Uh, I don't want them to win. I want the Braves to win, especially after what they did. No, I just want I want people to like. No, I know. Part I, of me wants them to get that vindication of no, like you're good enough to win a championship, so I can stop hearing about how they cheated. I don't care they cheated. I really don't. You don't care? No, I care. It like listen. It not. It's not a good look for baseball. Um, it was. I think slimy it, the way you were doing it. However, it might that, have been does, part of the reason why you were able to beat the Yankees. I don't care. You beat the Yankees. Oh my god! I don't care how you beat the Yankees. Beat the Yankees. Oh my Cheat god. the Yankees because I'm. Sh- they were steroid users for years. They're cheaters as well. And right. you know, Yankees also got accused of sign stealing. So, and this thing, sign stealing is always part of the game. It's always a point of part of baseball. It's a legal thing to do. How they did it was illegal, which mm. is the the big problem. And, and that is a problem. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, but when you're when you're able to message to your batter, no, that's what I mean. Like, real time during an at bat that you're, you're making sure he can't chase a breaking ball out of the zone. No, like, that is on, that's extremely slimy. Yeah, and that's that's bad. That's bad for baseball. But there's that phrase: if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And every team in the MLB seems to be trying in some way, shape, or form to steal the signs illegally. A lot of teams have been accused of this in the past couple of years. Okay. So it's not just exclusively. That's part of the reason I don't crap on them so much. It's because uh-huh. every team is doing it. They took it to another level, but they got caught taking it to another level. There's no doubt in my mind other teams are taking it to another level. The Red Sox got accused of taking it to another level. I know, I know. All right. But all right, we well, can move on. I think, I think we'll wrap this up. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up. Let's no go. breaks. No, no. All right. It's time for everyone's favorite segment, the Weekly Tommy Update. Uh, so what did Tom Brady do? Uh, he shot and killed a woman on the set of the movie Rust. Oh, sorry. That was your weekly Alec Baldwin update. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Wrong show. Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Oh, uh, he played the Bears. 
Uh, 20 for 36, 211 yards, four more touchdown passes, only 200 yards, though, uh, against those awful, awful Bears. Uh, the Bears continue to be bad. Justin Fields ain't ready. No. But Tom Brady, still the GOAT. Four more touchdown passes. What is he on pace for? Like 60? Uh, that's crazy. He's on, he's on pace to have his greatest season of his life. He just threw his 600th touchdown pass, the first to ever do it. Uh, and actually, I did want to have a question in this Tommy update because hmm. Mike Evans then gave the ball away, and then a person, a personnel person, went and got the ball back, and the person willingly just gave it right back. I don't know what they got in return. They got at least a handshake. I saw that. I'm sure they got something. But if you're in that situation, what do you do? I want to just know real quick. What would you do in that situation? Well, if I was the fan, yes. <sighs> who got who got the ball? It doesn't have to be Tom Brady's 600 touchdown pass, but if you got a milestone ball and the team wants it back, what do you do? Uh, I give it back as long as uh, my compensation is something. Oh, I'm going to get something. Yeah. I, I'm not giving it back for free, I'll be honest. No, that's what I mean. You gave me the football. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> screw screw you. Mm. You're all millionaires. Mm. You're all making good money. I want this ball. Either from my collection or to sell it later. Probably from my collection, though, because I, I love collecting sports stuff. So I'm going to want something in return. Yeah. Give me some free tickets. Ooh, that's not bad. Give me some free tickets. Okay. Uh, that's free tickets, money. I don't know what it is, but free okay. tickets. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what I want. Okay. Well, me personally, yeah. Uh, if I don't like the person, I said this to you yesterday. If I don't like the person, I'm going to leave immediately and go throw it in the river. No one can get it. No one can have it. Um, but like, if I got Tom Brady's 600 ball, my condition would be... Free tickets and I get to meet Tom Brady. Well, I want to... I want to, after the game, be the one to personally hand it to him and congratulate him. Uh, I want that experience. I want to be the one to hand the ball back to him and say congratulations. That's what I want. And it doesn't have to be Tom Brady, but that's just the situation at hand. But I would love to do that. That'd be cool. And then, like, sure, give me, like, your gloves or your jersey. Give me a ticket. Give me some tickets. Uh, But, yeah, all right. That's been your weekly Tommy update and your weekly Otto Baldwin update. And your weekly Alec Baldwin update. But all right. It's time for the final segment of the show. Mm-hmm. The other weekly tradition. The Darwin Award. Let's go. We have, I think this is our first two-time winner. Yes, it is. So let's do the drum roll. Are you announcing or am I? You can announce. All right, let's go. But like, you know, it's, it's my, I'm, I'm just setting it up. Because right, this go. is my show. All right, let's go. This week's Darwin Award winner is... The Washington football team, again, because Washington, you screwed over John Gruden, and now, I'm going to say it, you're screwing over America, Washington football team. You know why? Because now there's reports that, what is it, House Democrats, you know, I don't want to point fingers, the government, the government in general, now is asking and trying to prod into the NFL investigation to get information from them. You know what it is? It's all one big distraction. China's setting off nukes that successfully were able, well, missiles, that successfully were able to bypass United States defenses. I'm paying like three-something in gas. Bro, cost, I cost filled of, my tank. It was $70. Today. Cost of everything is going up. But the Washington football team is giving everybody and the government something stupid to look at and focus on and distract everyone that they're not doing their job. They're doing a crap job. China's running... You know, everything now. So Washington football team, 
you screwed over yourselves. I think you screwed over some women too, because I think there was a lot of sexual harassment stuff. Oh yeah. Then you screwed over John Gruden, and now you're screwing over America, Washington football team. So you get the Darwin Award. Again. If 40 years, if China, you know, does some shenanigans and beats down the U.S. on something, I'm going to blame the Washington football team. (laughs) Depressing times, by the way. This is funny, but it's depressing times. Yeah. Screw you, Washington football team. You're screwing America. Yeah, this is funny, but in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, it's it's concerning, but I've I've thrown my hands up and I've given up on everything for the most part. I'm over it. I'm just over it. Mm. I want to make my money and, and move somewhere else someday. So, <laughs> but okay. there it is. Washington football team, you're screwing over America. Screwing her over. Nicely done. Yep. And that has been it, guys, for Slow Your Roll. As I said, we got a website now, slowyourroll.com, where we post all the links from past shows, your articles when you write them, Jesse, mm. and, you know, scores other articles everything going on in sports and our best plays of the week also instagram at slow your uh at instagram just at slow your roll where we'll post clips from the show some memes some other stuff like that so go and check those go check that out guys to follow us on all that kind of stuff and thanks for the support as always have a good rest of your week everybody yeah and also remember happy birthday to me happy birthday jesse pedro martinez and Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Is it really? It is. Is that why you love Katy Perry so much? I don't love Katy Perry, but oh. she has some nice. She has some bangers. But happy birthday to us. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>